Hey guys, welcome to Rediscover You. I'm your host, M. Swain. And if you landed here today, it is 111% not an accident. It means you're ready to fall back in love with life and rediscover you. This juicy little podcast is here to tell you about my authentic story of how I awakened and to give you the full spectrum of a journey to self-rediscovery. My heart's desire is to give you access to the rather wild journey life has taken me on. Plus, to give you insights into all the tools, processing, and the holistic approach to healing I have discovered, which I know will help you begin to fall madly in love with life too. So, let's get started. Let me start off with saying this. Today has been absolutely horrific. I say that in the most melodramatic, yet genuine way possible. Today honestly felt like my entire world as I know it all just began to simultaneously crumble as I was left scrabbling around in the rubble remains trying to say I have faith and hope, but in reality, I was sitting on the kitchen floor next to our trash can, crying my eyes out in a state of total overwhelm. My mind was racing around a million things which felt totally crippling, like how it's Catherine's birthday soon and I'm about to move and leave my home and Lenny and Mare Bear and London and all have I established here. All my childhood trauma about our moves and the pain it caused me started coming up. My plans to Bali have fallen through due to corona restrictions. I have major anxiety about launching as a coach, and I know I'm in for a very steep learning curve when it comes to the tech stuff, which is not my strong point. Already podcasts, newsletters, mailing lists, payment portals, figuring out tax invoices, etc. I've also been having extremely long cycles and going through 14 days of PMS symptoms, which leaves me drained and exhausted physically and emotionally. On top of all this, I'm trying to hold down being a 24-7 carer, plus launch a website, plus do social media work, plus keep my daily routine, plus emotionally regulate all the changes that are happening. I'm working from 6am to 10pm every day and feeling like I'm really alone in all this and I have no home and I need to try and figure it all out by the middle of February. That's in three weeks. It was a lot. There's more too. But yeah, that was the flat spin of trauma. At that exact moment, my spiritual midwife, aka my amazing web designer, Jen, video called me. Safe to say, I was not looking as orgasmic and fabulous as I would like to portray myself to be. Jen is always so kind, but I think even she couldn't mask the shock of my smudged makeup and huge puffy green eyes and quivering lower lip. I truly looked like a lost puppy with a side of mange. I guess that's fine, but considering Jen is currently creating and helping me launch my website to become a holistic life coach, and my mantra is all about living in faith and falling madly in love with life, it honestly was not the most congruent image. Within moments of seeing and feeling her calming inner masculine come to the foreground, my rather hysterical, chaotic feminine energy began to simmer down and get back into a flow, rather than a whirlwind hurricane. Jen held space, validated my emotions, 
and also gave me some logical tips, steps, and ideas of how to restructure myself so my huge waves of excitement, effort, desires, and plans could all move in an upward spiral rather than smash my poor little psyche into a million pieces in the storm of my own despair. After we put the phone down, I felt more in alignment, but I still had a million things on my to-do list. I went out for my daily walk because it's on my to-do list, and I'm a drill sergeant about taking off my to-dos. The whole walk I cried because my soul was so wanting to just soak in the sunshine, the crisp air, the weekend vibes of London life. But my mind was barraging me with every single effing thing that has gone wrong and is going wrong and that needs to be done and when and when and then. (sighs) I sat and I wrote some more to-do lists of things that need to be done and then I sent some emails to try and delegate some things. When I got home, I finally had a moment of peace of mind when I sat on my great white throne. Yes, guys, the loo. I honestly think the loo is a sanctuary to many of us, even if we wouldn't admit it at a dinner party. Something happens in there. Maybe it's because it sees all of your shit, literally, and it just flushes it away. It somehow feels symbolic for me, a place of safety, a refuge even. Anyways, I plonked myself on the loo and sat contemplating the infinite when, well, the infinite came and spoke to me. Perhaps it was because, for once, I was totally present, that in that moment life could channel some words of wisdom, but I heard this sentence very clearly. The fastest way to feel gratitude is to do less. I sat in a bit of awe at what I just heard, because all day I'd had this longing to just feel grateful for everything around me, and I just couldn't. And then the answer just hit me like a ton of feathers as I stilled myself for a few moments. This stream of consciousness continued. The more we have to do, or think we need to do, the less we appreciate what is. We rush every step and forget all we have is the now. We shift into ego, living for the next thing, and we forget God, life, being, only ever exists in this moment. We stop feeling grateful and end up feeling overwhelmed. What was once an abundance of blessings becomes an overload and a curse to our minds. So, Do less, be more. You will find deep gratitude if you deeply immerse yourself in less rather than spread yourself thin with more. I sat blinking for a few times as I whipped my phone out and rigorously typed down what I had just channeled. And let me tell you this much. As much as I would like to take full credit for that profound information, My egoic mind is simply not capable of that sort of wisdom. Ask Jenna or Mary. They can give you a first-hand account of what my mind was doing earlier. It was anything but profound. Throw it back to sitting crying on the kitchen floor next to the trash can. It then dawned on me that gratitude is the secret source. And that time, or our belief in time, 
is what zaps us of gratitude. But at the same time, I still truly do have a list of worries and stresses that are super valid to me. And I really want to feel gratitude for life, but it's like the list of worries and feeling gratitude are like water and oil. I can't mix them. I took some breaths. At this point, I was cooking dinner in the kitchen, by the way. The loo had flushed away my worries, and I was now into cooking up some goodness for healing, physically and metaphorically speaking, that is. And what I cooked up was A, an incredible tomato risotto, and B, a five-step plan to come back into alignment with your mind, body, and soul, to help heal, validate, and find gratitude in the midst of a total shit show. Which, trust me, my life currently truly does feel like. So are you ready? The five steps are as follows. Step one. Write down in a list all of your woes. Step two. Validate the shit out of that list. Step three. Ask yourself, what am I or was I hoping for from this list? Step four, ask yourself, my thoughts and fears are real, yes, but are they true? Step five, remind your body that it is safe. Now, let me unpack those steps for you. Step one, write down all your woes. All your fears, the poor me's, the victim sentences, your genuine worries, your struggles, the current crisis, your problems. Write them in a bullet point list. Guys, do you know how good it feels to just let your ego and mind vent? I mean, getting specific, really pinpointing all the worst things ever. It really does feel quite amazing to get them out of the head and just into a list. Just in that, you're starting to move your energy. Step two, validate the shit out of that list. Look at each thing and tell yourself, yeah, babe, it's totally understandable that you're freaking the F out about that. Golly, this is a lot. Oh, this is a cryable situation. Let yourself feel all the stressed out, saddened, despondent, negative, fear-filled, crappy emotions that you need to, and quite honestly, you deserve to feel. Really get into them and tell yourself it's okay to feel that way. Validation does not mean we are right. Validation means that we, what we are feeling is real. There's a difference. But I truly believe underneath so much of our own egos, temper tantrums, and fights is just a longing to feel valid and validated for feeling. So do it. You deserve to feel this shit. You go, girl. You feel shitty. Step three. Look at that list and ask yourself, what am I hoping for in these situations? Or what was I, anyways? You may at this point feel that there's no more hope, but there once was. Get specific. What are your hopes and or what were they? Fear is often based on us thinking something we desired and had high hopes for has failed or is going to fail. So ask yourself what your hopes are and have been for these situations. 
When we remember our hopes, we begin to realign with our faith. Faith is the substance of the things we hope for, the evidence of things unseen. So write them down. There is always hope underlying. Remind yourself what it is. Step four, ask yourself, my thoughts and fears are real, yes, but are they true? Is there a possible way forward for my hopes to come true? Add in for consideration that we live in a cosmic multiverse where the future does not exist besides in our minds and what we believe we perceive and we magnetize into our orbit of consciousness. Allow yourself to sit in the present moment, feeling the shifts from being totally identified in your fears to how it feels to remember your hope and to come back to knowing we are a part of something bigger and all of this is happening for you, not to you. It's sobering, isn't it? To remember that we are held by something so much bigger than ourselves, that this whole human experience is temporary, that what we think is true is merely a perception of the truth, which we perceive dimly through the filters of our own limiting beliefs and mindsets, and that there is a perfect, wonderful, glorious plan for the gifts, majesty, and wonder of all creation, us included. Every obstacle is literally a diversion for us to get back in the right direction. Step five, remind your body that it is safe. In the midst of mental dis-ease, fears, and worries, the body too goes into a state of dis-ease, which can begin to manifest disease in different ways. You see, the body is basically a magnificent animal. It is run by our unconscious mind and it cannot distinguish our mental distress from physical distress. All it knows is that when we are in stress, it needs to defend us. So it immediately responds by going into fight or flight. That's why we end up crying with a racing heart, sweaty palms and breathless sensations when we get overwhelmed by our to-dos like I was earlier. The body is responding to the present moment and that it's in danger. It really sunk for me how the body does sometimes just speak and sometimes loudly to remind us that our obsessive beliefs and fear-based identification with our minds is all bullshit. We truly believe we need to achieve X, Y, and Z, to do our to-do list, to get that thing, to finish all this, to do that, and that our worlds are going to end if we don't. I mean, do you remember the state I was in earlier? A crumbling wreck, I tell you. But sometimes the body does things, like a stroke, or contracts the flu, or a heart attack, or sometimes even going into a coma. And you know what? Even if we're still alive inside it, we can't do anything anymore. And guess what? Life carries on just the same. It's a reminder to us that we are here to enjoy the ride, not to run ourselves into a grave for the ride. We are here to offer our gifts and love life, not to pulverize our bodies into fight or flight and begin to lose our gratitude for the daily bliss of being. So, now it's time to not only validate your mind and realign your hopes and faith, but also reconnect with your body. How? Shake it, shake it, baby. 
you heard me. Go stand, put on your most gangster song, and for the duration of at least one song, shake your body like your Shakira in 2008. Shake your legs, hips, booty, hands, arms, pop your chest, whip your hair around, convulse your body. Shaking is a natural response of animals in nature to close or flight response in the body. When we shake, we allow the adrenaline and stored fear energy to be physically moved, which allows the body to come back into rest and repair and begin its healing process again. So there you have it, folks. Five steps and boom, you're back in mind, body, soul alignment. It's crazy, but today I really felt like I was coming to my end. But in typing all this out and applying all five of those steps to my present reality, Firstly, I truly know I need to go through all of this to come to a place where I'm able to channel and process these steps and moments of wisdom and insights to share with the world. And secondly, I feel so much more present, grateful, and in alignment with everything that is happening for my life right now. I pray my semi-chaotic rollercoaster of a day and the divine and beautiful clarity that came out of it can be a guide to you if you're ever in a state of overwhelm. And if it was all a lot to take in, remember this. The five steps to coming back into mind-body-soul connection when you are totally overwhelmed are write all your lists down and all your woes. Validate the shit out of your list. Ask yourself, what am I hoping for or what I was hoping for from this list? Ask yourself again. My thoughts and fears are real but are they true? And then remind your body that it is safe. And in all this, remember, the fastest way to feel gratitude is to do less. You will find deep gratitude if you deeply immerse yourself in less rather than spread yourself out thin with more. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to rediscovering you. And I am so, so proud of you. If you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any. If you're feeling that, oh my God, M, yes, I am so ready to rediscover myself and fall back in love with life, then babe, let's do this thing called life together. Head over to my website, mswain.com, and book an appointment to begin your juicy, beautiful journey of rediscovery today. And then come over and join my ever-growing community on Instagram by following me at, at mswain underscore coaching. I can't wait to connect. Until then, chat soon.